grand rising lovers so i just want to recap summary about my last recording um what do you need to know to just start vedic astrology to just read your own chart you need to know the signs and what each sign represents you need to know the house meanings like the meaning of the number of the house house number one, house number two, house number three, and so on, all the way through 12. You need to know the, which planets rule which signs, and you need to know the planets, like what are those planets embodying and what do they mean? And like a Mercury in the first house, you know, Mercury's always Mercury, but Mercury in the first house, or Mercury in the second house, is much different from Mercury in the sixth house. So you have to like blend these layers together. Um, and as you get deeper into Vedic astrology, then you would learn the nakshatras. It's not necessary to know them to just be able to like read some basics in your chart, but definitely like they are much more um, specific. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take, you know, the the planets, the signs, and the house meanings. And for your chart, what, you know, what is Mercury all about in your chart? Because he may be some about all about something different in yours than he is in mine. He'll always be communication, but he's going to be a different type of communication in your chart. And he'll be communicating different things in your chart than what he will be in my chart. So then you'll take that and you'll go, okay. So then you'll take that and um, you'll know what Mercury means for your chart. And so then you can go and look at the sky and you can say, well, where's Mercury at in the sky today, this month? And so he's going to bring whatever it is he is communicating and whatever he's about communicating in your chart he you're going to take that meaning and you're going to go apply it to where whatever house it is in the sky in your chart right so like if he's in the sky if mercury in the sky is in scorpio you're going to go to your chart and you're going to say okay well he's in scorpio um which is let's say my third house and you're going to go, okay, well, Mercury means all these things. And right now he's in my third house. So he's going to be communicating through the lens of the third house, which would be about like empowerment. And so whatever Mercury's all about, he's going to go and communicate those things through the third house lens, through the third house meaning, um, which would be all about the self, the courageous, empowerment, power-driven. So whatever he would mean, he'd be going and communicating that there. Let's say Mercury, um, whatever he means in your chart, whatever he's communicating, always communicating about, he's always going to be really communicating about the same thing, right? Um, uh, you know, because... Mercury rules two, two houses, Virgo and Gemini. So whatever Virgo and Gemini is in your chart, let's say you're, let's say you're a Taurus, 
moon. No, no, no. Let's say your Taurus rising. That means Gemini is second house and Virgo is your fifth house. And that means that Mer Mercury will rule second and fifth. So that means Mercury has the meaning of second and fifth house indications. That's what he's carrying around with him the whole transit through the sky. So wherever he goes in transits, wherever he's moving through, he's going to bring that second house and fifth house energy to wherever he's at in the sky. So let's say that Mercury is currently transiting in Scorpio. And let's say you're a Taurus rising, which means he's the second and fifth house Lord transiting through the seventh house. So he's going to bring the day-to-day -day, um, gain, the day-to-day -day, day -day component, because that's what second house means. And also communication is second house, the, our talking, our voice. And then the fifth house is our creativity or our children. And then it's going to, he's transiting in the seventh. And our se seventh house represents partnerships and exchanges. So in this particular example, you could say, well, you know, there'll be some kind of gaining through every exchange because second house is gains and we're exchange. it's Mercury's in the seventh house right now. So that means we're exchanging with people, partnerships. And then you also have the fifth house meaning, which is creativity and children. So you could either be creating with partners or you could be gaining some new experience with your children, with what you've already created. You're having some experience with them, some new learning with them. Um, because Mercury's transiting in the seventh and Mercury means second and fifth house meanings transiting through the seventh. So that's how you like would apply the meanings to the transits and what's going on in the sky. Um, and then you can just take that same foundation and you can apply it to the birth charts, to the Rashi chart. Um, but you always, you know, it's like, it's like what it means in the birth chart is kind of like concrete. And then you go and look at the sky and this is when things start to move around and have chemical reactions. So it will react differently for everyone depending on what those things mean for, for everyone, really. You know, um, yeah, that's it. That's what I wanted to say. So um, that's just like a summary of how it works. And then, of course, you know, you have all those added layers. But to just get the the like really simplistic meaning of reading a chart, you just need to know planets, signs, houses, and then how to apply those components in transit, how to apply them in movement. And um, it's really easy. Once you know it, it's really easy, and I can help you with that if you ever need. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed. Love you. Bye.